0: for a good like five minutes and we gotta start walking around again once again five minute color <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> what's up guys welcome back to the second episode of the degenerates uncensored podcast i am one of your hosts soren krinsky and i'm here with my other host mr ryan anderson what's good what's good what uh what's been going on with you since the last time we recorded i guess that was like a week and a half ago, a week, ago. About a
1: week a week and like a day ago um you know some big things uh, i know we'll get into it later but i moved out in a new place now um
0: let's go just, uh,
1: getting set up there i am currently back in my uh fam's house because i do not have wi-fi at the new pad yet so you know gotta gotta come back just for old time's sake really it's been all three days um so, yeah, we're back. We're rolling. Um, but, yeah, moved out. Looking good. Uh, got a bed set up. You know, most guys just, yo, mattress on the floor. I got a whole bed frame. Like, I got more than one pillow. It's it's fucking phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I um, was uh, I was that guy for about, like, a month and a half when I first got my apartment in, uh, in Birmingham. I just had the mattress in the middle of the floor. And, like, when people would come over, they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm just like, <laughs> I haven't got a bed frame yet. My bad.
1: Honestly. Uh, I owe it all to my neighbors. They were looking to get rid of a queen size mattress, queen size bed frame from IKEA, and they're like, and a box spring. They're like, you can just have it, and I was like, sold. Um, otherwise, I'd be oh, doing the mattress on the floor thing for a substantial amount of time. Like, who who has the time to order a bed frame? Do you have any? Just... Do, you have,
0: do you have any furniture? Um, I have a nightstand. Okay. Well, what about yeah. what? Like, what about the rest of your apartment? I have a nightstand okay (laughs) okay okay well let's let's uh what's going on with your background here because um just explain it for the people listening because i see this and uh
1: (laughs) you know we'll get right into it this is tanya harding um for those of you don't know she paid somebody during some years olympics uh to smash um oh i forgot i forgot her name whatever Smash somebody's kneecaps so that they couldn't compete and do a triple double whirly bird or something on the ice uh, for ice skating. And I chose it as the background along with wearing a soccer jersey today because uh, our number one headline for the week is going to be the women's PSG team. Uh, a midfielder, I apologize for any mispronunciations here, I do not speak French. Uh, Aminata Diallo, a uh, midfielder for women's team PSG, was arrested in an investigation because of allegations of assault. Last week on teammate Kira Hamarawi, maybe.
0: Yeah, um, don't ask me. I can't pronounce anything.
1: Who is said to have been hit by iron bars by multiple masked men that came and assaulted her. Um, obviously, this is terrible, but I had to choose Tanya Harding and this to kind of keep it on brand with the story. Uh, you know, last week when we recorded, had the uh, Del Mar racetrack for the Breeders' Cup got cleaned out. Wasn't a great time. But, uh, you know, Eric and I, my boy, uh, we were over there, we were jamming that was, that's for later on maybe but yeah, so PSG midfielder uh, did the full Tanya Harding effect and uh, it was all due to just having Kira not able to participate and compete so that um, Aminata Diallo could like get her spot and obviously that did not work out for her as she has been arrested uh, wish all the best for Kira, hope she recovers quick, but yeah, wild wild story coming out of women's PSG team out there in all France.
0: Yeah, what I, I, we gotta? I mean, Taylor, who's not with us again oh. this week, he's got a he's he's got to do some midterms, but he's a PSG fan, so we Every gotta third give word him out out shit. Of his mouth
1: is all I blue. So yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I mean, something <laughs> like that. I don't even know if he speaks French, but people. you know, whatever it works. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I, wow, that is something else. I I can't even like their are teammates. Like what?
1: The teammates and she goes after the, I, who knows, man? Like that's yeah. some crazy shit. That's okay. some crazy shit. That the world's just going through. Speaking okay. of crazy shit, headline number two really has a kicker.
0: Oh I'll my let god! You take this one. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> <clears throat> oh god, uh, the whole Dave Chappelle thing with his, um, his whole, I guess it was, it was his, um, his special that just came out, the closer. Uh, I, I should know this considering it was a big ass billboard of his face with the closer outside of my apartment building that I see every day. Um, So essentially he came out and, uh, or he made some jokes about trans people, transsexuals, transgender. And um, the backstory is Netflix came out and said, we support you like through everything. Like you're a comedian, this is your job. Like you make fun of people for a living and you make fun of just everything for a living. And so there was actually a walkout at the Netflix headquarters, which I think is also down the street from me, and of a bunch of people that work at Netflix saying that they want them to take down Dave Chappelle's, uh, Dave Chappelle's special. And I think, apparently it was like a, a whole shit show too, because I saw a bunch of stuff on it when it happened that there were other people outside, like, protesting as well like in support of Dave Chappelle and so they all there were people like saying like oh like we support transgender rights and transgender but like we support Dave Chappelle as well and then all of a sudden like so there were these two protests going kind of against each other and then some woman comes up and starts chanting Black Lives Matter and then everyone else starts chanting Black Lives Matter because everyone's on the same side and then everyone kind of looks at each other like wait what are we doing? What are we doing? So it's a whole shit show. And Ryan, I'm going to let you read the quote because I know you are the biggest fan of Dave Chappelle. So I'll let you take this one.
1: All right. So I'll read the quote and then I'll kind of give my two cents on it because, yeah, this is wild. Uh, Quote, first of all, you cannot come. uh, You cannot come at me if you have not watched my special from beginning to end. You must come to a place of my choosing at a time of my choosing. And thirdly, you must admit that Hannah Gadsby is not funny. Um, Honestly, don't know who Hannah Gadsby is. Uh, Maybe I should have done a little research there. She's a comedian as well. Well, I assume so. Um, But I've not listened to any of Hannah Gadsby's specials. I assume they're great. Um, I'll get around to them eventually. But Dave Chappelle, back on the subject. Uh, It is possible in this world, believe it or not, to be both pro-LGBTQ+, and like Dave Chappelle, the trick is just to not get offended. The point of stand-up comedy is literally comedic relief. Getting offended by things like that is just like, yes, they're pretty... What he said could be taken in an offensive way if they were said outside of a comedic stage. Like, for example, when DaBaby a few months ago uh, came out on stage with absolutely no reason to just... I think he made just a bunch of homophobic comments... Uh, I don't have the quote in front of me, but he came out. That's uncalled for. That's why we're doing that. But Dave Chappelle has been known in all of his specials, going back to the Chappelle show, nothing's off limits. Like naming other comedians, Bill Burr does similar things. He'll he'll make fun of anybody. Um, Louis C.K. would before, I mean, he got canceled for a good reason. Let's not get into that. That was very (laughs) justified, but like he would still – make jokes about everybody. Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, like they're no-hold-barred types of comedians who just go after it. I think the thing with Dave Chappelle is that he's basically seen as the goat of stand-up comedy oh, by most 100%. people's eyes. Like, uh,
0: like he's the goat in the community. Like he's, yeah, everyone right. in the community thinks he's the goat too.
1: He's the guy, he walked away from the Chappelle show offering him millions of dollars for the contract, just ghosted him and said no because he wanted to do his own thing disappears comes back with a bunch of stand-up comedy specials on netflix tries to get canceled for that they don't cancel him because uh i believe it was bill burr who said if you don't look at your phone you can't get canceled (laughs) 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 because you've been canceled you can't get canceled um and then dave chappelle comes and in this special he's like people are gonna try to cancel me but guess what this is it motherfuckers like he came for his special to say what he wanted to say he is not a person that comes from a place of hate, so I just don't understand how people can get so offended. Like, if you listen to other comedians, they'll make black jokes all the time. We don't get offended. We think that's just funny as fuck. Like, they can make, you know, Jewish jokes. They can make whatever kind of jokes. People aren't going to get offended by it because it comes from a place of comedy, and that's the whole point. Like, so, yeah.
0: I yeah.
1: I mean, they tried to cancel him. It's not going to work. You can't no. cancel the greatest of all time. Um I mean no, yeah. I just like I have friends in the LGBTQ+ plus community haven't talked to them about the Dave Chappelle special to be fair but I mean I haven't heard anything about it like from them they I've watched Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle specials with some of them before in the past not the closer but I've watched other ones I believe it was Sticks and Stones watched the watched the Chappelle show with them and then he has one other uh, special that was pretty good but the yeah, getting offended by the easiest of statements, uh, especially in a comedic situation, comedic atmosphere, I just can't, I just, I, I, that part, that it really grinds my gears, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's meant, to be, it's meant to be funny and to see people upset by it sucks, but then also you gotta look and just think like, wow, they really got upset over over jokes. Again, comparing it to what the baby said, that's not okay. That did come from a place that's, like, not in a comedic atmosphere. Not great of him. But, like, Dave Chappelle is on the stage and, like, transgender community is going to try and cancel me for this. And then goes on for transgender jokes. And then they try to cancel him for it. So they're just following what he said.
0: Like, he's not coming. Yeah. So. He's he's not coming directly at them. um, Yeah. Before. uh, He just used uh, them as the butt of his joke, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And also, I I saw, as well, in a rebuttal, like, Hannah Gadsby, like, posted something on Instagram. And she essentially was just, like, because Dave Chappelle, I think, came out and said, like, there's no line in comedy, because then that wouldn't be comedy. And yeah. so she essentially came out and just bashed Dave Chappelle in a way, it was just, like, there's no such thing as, com-, or, like, if there's no line. And she just, like, was completely honest with him. And I'm just thinking... Like, yo, this is actually good because then, like, all right, if there's no line, then people could stop being so PC and they could just yeah. say whatever they're actually feeling rather than, like, getting all political and, like, trying to, like, dance, like, walk on uh, eggshells and whatnot. So I think yeah. that was good. And, I mean, kind of a perfect segue. Um, Dave Portnoy always says this as well. He says, it's like, with Barstool, it's equal opportunity. So it's like, Dave Chappell's not just making fun of just transgenders. He makes fun of everyone. And uh, it's like the same thing with Dave Portnoy and Barstool. They'll just make fun of one group. They make fun of all groups. Anybody. Or Family Guy or really anything. Like They can get away with it because they're not targeting one group. They're targeting everyone. So, um, essentially... It's dumb that anyone is getting upset over it. And like, I'll say that on record. And if we get canceled, well, we I'll already say it, too. it. It is dumb. Yeah.
1: It is dumb. The PC culture, I can't stand. Obviously, don't purposely go out and offend people. No. That's its own thing. But yeah, if you're coming from a place of comedy, then there shouldn't be a fucking line there. Like, no. Pete Davidson, no. to use another example while we're on the subject, his dad died in 9-11. That is like half of his jokes at the moment. Like when yeah. he goes and does stand up, that's that's his jokes. He did the roast of uh, Justin Bieber or something. And here would go. Yeah. He was, like one of his jokes was like, you know, Justin, when I first met you, I felt uh, I felt bad about not having a father. Then I met yours. Now I'm glad mine's dead. Like yeah. that was one of the jokes that he told. And that, that's yeah. like no he, people getting offended. You just that, gotta yeah. if it's comedy, you just gotta take the line away because if, if it's equal opportunity, it's equal opportunity. Like, exactly. Yeah. Dave Portnoy, um, I only paid attention to part of this. I knew it was a hit piece that was like eight plus months in the making of like one or two reporters just trying to get as much dirt on him as they could. Uh, They didn't really find anything substantial until um, the one girl statement. So on, if you know more, please take it from here. Yeah. Um, I watched his video on Twitter, the two little segments there, uh, other than that, where he like came out and spoke, you know, obviously in denial of it, but uh, go ahead and-
0: Yeah. um, So essentially, Business Insider uh, released an article, I think it was last Wednesday or Thursday, um, essentially accusing him without accusing him, using wording, I guess, portraying him in a way as a rapist. So they pulled up like these three witnesses that um, Dave Portnoy supposedly raped or had sex like um non consensual violent, violent sex with them. Um and as they in Dave Portnoy fashion he came out and was like, this is complete utter bullshit. There's no shot that I did this like I he even came out and said like I know two of the I know I know the girls that you're talking about and like I've talked to them. I've kept in touch with them like this is complete bullshit. The third girl is just completely made up and I was actually uh listening and watching some of the shit today that he was talking about and I think on the Dave Portnoy show he was talking about it as well and he pretty much just like debunked everything that the article said and one of the only source that they cited in the business insider article was a girl that she had talked to Dave a few times but they never met up they never talked and this girl is a mess because she's the girl who she went on Dr. Phil and essentially said, I like to lie to people. I'll do anything for clout. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, all right, so this is your source. This is the source that you're going to name. And <clears throat> he has receipts from like the girls that are like mentioned in the story, in the article. And there was, one of them was this girl who said that um, that he would, ch- he chased her around and she didn't want to have sex with him. And, she- and he was like, that's just not true, like whatsoever. And in the article, it said that he kicked her out. But in reality, she stayed at his house for another two days after the, the supposed incident, whatever that is. And then the other girl, that, there was a, a police report that was submitted that uh, was submitted by this girl's mom that she was blacked out and like Dave had sex with her while she was blacked out. And she doesn't remember anything, but Dave literally has all the DMS from her talking about how she enjoyed that time and how she kept trying to pursue Dave and how she would flex that she hooked up with Dave. And it's, it's just like, it, it's the, the pieces are crumbling here. Like yeah. business insider, and they released the article right before the earnings of Penn, which Penn yeah. owns Barcelona Sports. So no. not, not to cut you off here,
1: he also posted that one of the people that was behind the hit piece can't even trade on the market because of previous fraud and securities involvements that he had. And he was one of the people who was very clearly like anti Portnoy, which he's a controversial guy and all, but like as one of the people behind this eight month hit piece in the works, then you release it right before their earnings as Penn, I think in the past like year has been sensational um yeah. like yeah it's very clearly a manipulation tactic um obviously if any of the stories are true put portnoy below the jail but from what he's proven on social media through screenshots of uh said interactions and through the inconsistent behavior of the reporters that were behind this story not to mention one of the girls that gave the quote who went out onto dr phil and did the cardi b do anything for clout like he,
0: now he was would- she was the one who started the rumor that Jeffree Star and Kanye West were hooking up. Oh my god. It was yeah. that person? It was I that know exactly person you are talking about. Yeah, yeah. Her name's like oh Eve something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She started that whole rumor and um, on Dave or Dave, on Dr. Phil, um, Dr. Phil was like, Why would you do like, why would you lie like this? And she said, Well, I just feel like coronavirus is getting more attention than I am. So I need to post something to get more clout and attention than coronavirus
1: absurd. absolutely absurd like
0: yeah so i uh, they i think they're just trying to cancel them in the way of i mean besides i'm sure that there there might have been something going on with the pen stock that's just too sketch and then the whole they just want to there i mean there's obviously like you either love barstool or you hate barstool yeah and, there's no middle ground there oh. and to be fair portnoy has a few sex tapes
1: out and yeah. from all the sex tapes he likes it a little rough like that's kind of well,
0: his yeah kind his mojo
1: but it's always been very consensual he's a very straightforward guy uh,
0: wait 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 have you seen the sex tapes because it sounds yeah. like you have <laughs> well, i've seen them i've seen them on twitter because they'll get leaked
1: they'll get leaked i'll be scrolling through my feed and there'll be some outrageous caption followed by portnoy with like a choke collar and stuff and clearly it is consensual in the video but like I mean some people like it that way no no judgment there but like then on the flip side you can't go six months later after saying that you liked it and enjoyed seeing him and then go against that word
0: just whether it's clout or that girl just seemed to be straight up lying yeah so all interesting uh going from one hit piece to another don't know if that's really a Good. I don't think this is gonna be. Yeah. A good never, mind. Like, never mind. Let's, let's never mind. Never mind. I take that one back. That's not a good transition. We'll just move right into it. Uh, <laughs> uh, with uh, okay, so Ash World Festival uh, happened this last weekend, and it was uh, it was awful. And the fact that I was about like this close to just pulling trigger and going, I was really about to send it. Um, the only thing stopped me. I wanted to go with uh, one of my friends who lives in Houston. And I was like, yo, let's go, like, let's get VIP. And like, we don't have to worry about all the lines and everything. And we can just chill and drink at the bar. And just, you know, have a good time. And he was just like, I can't pull it or swing it. I was like, ah, damn. Well, luckily, I I mean, I wake up Saturday morning to I think three people, you were one of them that Mm -hmm. said, look what happened. Did you see what happened at Astro World Festival last night? And I was like, what and then you sent me an article one of my co-workers sent me something as well it was like eight people died ages ranging 14 to 27 from astro world festival and i was thinking wow what in the world happened like that was that's oh excuse me burp that was ridiculous
1: yeah like obviously if any of you guys haven't heard the story yet um it appears that there was uh Multiple people, obviously ongoing investigation, but it appears that people were going through the crowd, injecting uh, people at random with like some type of drug or I don't know what it was, but there was a report of the security guard who, as he was tending to, uh, I believe it was an unconscious person, he felt a prick in his neck. He went unconscious. They brought him back using, I believe it was the drug uh, Narcan. And then he described the events leading up and the uh, medical examiner also found a prick on that security guard's neck. That looked mm. like an injection site. Um, obviously, it's everything's still ongoing. Very tragic. Um, people though that are painting Travis Scott as like the sole bad guy here, I think is very is the wrong thing to do. There's videos yeah. of him out of him stopping mm. the concert because he sees somebody unconscious, told them to clear out, wait for medical aid to get there. Um, there's other videos obviously going around where he's trying to like leave the concert. I just don't think he realized the severity of it. Um, I know Kylie Jenner uh, tweeted out that uh, tweeted out or just put out a statement that Travis didn't even know the extent of what was going on until after the concert when he went back into the uh, back area there and then learned of everything Uh, because people pass out at concerts all the time. They'll do drugs. They'll just not drink water, whatever it'll be. They'll pass out. Uh, Most artists do stop. Travis stopped when he saw that somebody was unconscious, uh, had him get helped out, thought that was the end of it obviously like everything kind of happened at once there and there were like eight people or multiple people that went down at once um and then yeah. he like you know that the rest of that just kind of happened it, oh God. Um, i hope that investigation comes back with some real answers because that's not that's not what you you never want to hear stuff like that that's really tragic um and you know condolences all the lives lost hope everybody else can recover and but yeah like people that are Solely blaming Travis Scott here because they think that, like, he encouraged this. He has incited bad behavior
0: at concerts before. He's yeah, a he's, wild guy. He's he is he got arrested at Lollapalooza mm-hmm. a couple years ago because he incited Inside a riot. Like, riot. I mean, yeah, he, he lives for these, these mosh pits and everything that happens like that's crazy at concerts. Like, that's he, he asks his fans to rage. And yeah. it's like nonstop where jumping around, and pushing. Like so. yeah, and
1: that's all that's all part of it. And obviously he just didn't see the extent of what happened. Um, at least that's how it does appear from the videos that have been released. Um so yeah, uh, obviously that's just an ongoing story. It's gonna keep going for probably years cause there's multiple lawsuits going out. I thought Drake got sued. I don't know what Drake had anything to do with. I know he, he was, came uh, out during... Uh... He was performing when people started going down. Oh, okay. Um, well, that makes sense. But uh, this was this didn't seem like a situation where Travis Scott was to blame. I saw videos before the concert where people were just storming barricades. Yeah. Uh, whether that was in a panic because there was somebody that was like harming others. Or whether that was just they thought they could just storm through the VIP section, whatever that is um or that's, wherever
0: else in the festival
1: so like that's, that's the uh, thing. it's
0: it's a big mess yeah that's that's the thing with travis scott concerts I've, i i i mean i went to Astro world festival i guess it was now two no three years ago and um it was absolute madness like there was no rules that felt like it. there was absolutely nothing <clears throat> i mean that's the thing like he encourages people to go through things and mm-hmm. topple things like going yeah. through the was it the vip line they toppled the fence and ran yeah. in and, and um, there was one
1: guy that was following the rules and he was zigzagging on the fence the entire way and i thought that was pretty entertaining yeah, yeah. Uh, he was, in, he was, he was, he was a rule follower he was a rule follower as he was breaking the rules so it was like a mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah travis scott obviously he he incites some wild shit This was not something that he incited. And he did come out and he was, uh, he's offering to pay no questions asked, uh, whatever the price of the funerals for the lives lost. Um, I'm sure Travis Scott feels devastated by this. Like, this is not something you want. This is not a good headline for you and your brand. This is not something he planned or like incited. Um, He may have been uh, numb or blind to what was actually going on and how serious it was. He had just thought maybe there were a few people unconscious which does happen because, again, people do drugs at concerts, don't drink water because they just hate themselves. And yeah. then you should have thought it was one of those instances. Clearly, it's much more serious than that. Um, so, yeah. like
0: Yeah. Uh, last thing on this I'll say is being, being there, I will say that it, it's kind of ridiculous how, how many people will get up close because I know the year that I went, I think they had around like 50,000 people there. And I don't, I've seen some numbers float around. I've seen 50,000. I've seen 75. And I've seen around 100,000. If there if there was really like any more than 50,000 people there, like that's too many. Like I being there with what was around 50,000 there three years ago was I. I definitely felt like I was suffocating at certain points. Not for a tra- for the Travis Scott show, but I remember I went. And saw so Young Thug there first. I think he was like, whatever, it doesn't really matter, a few hours before yeah. on the same stage. And I remember just being like compressed and crushed between these mm-hmm. people. And like I remember sticking my head up, just trying to breathe air because it was just it was so intense. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things. And I think that they they probably oversold and they wanted to get as many people in coming off COVID last year and not being able to have it. So and then, in addition to that, clearly
1: it, it would appear that there were somebody or multiple people that were running through the crowd, like looking to cause harm, and that yeah, like that's its own like separate terrible thing in yeah. and of itself. Like this was not a, um, yeah, this was not didn't seem like an overcrowding issue, even though I'm sure that kind of tied into it. Um, this was also like somebody was actively like running through the crowd with bad intentions, yeah. and it's it's terrible. Okay, well. Let's try and move on to something
0: we'll, more. We'll, we'll, move, we'll, we'll move on to something a little bit more funny. Um, I think, let's see, we, we want to talk about something like our worst first dates or our worst experiences on like a first meeting a girl. Um, so that's, yeah. Uh,
1: uh, you said you had a good one. So I'll go first. Uh, oh. I, you know, I'll, uh, you save got, you got your-
0: <laughs> I'll
1: save the best for last year. Save the best for last year. I mean, if we're just talking worst date, uh, obviously, we talked a little pre-show about another story uh, that's not going to be shared. On yeah, that's, that's not <laughs> it. Right. We're, we're, we're <laughs> now calling that, was, that one out. No, one's was... an off-air one. But worst date I've ever been on, there's a girl I matched with on Bumble. Obviously, I'm not going to say the name. Um, we were talking for a bit. We would FaceTime, we would text, all that. That was all going great. We show up. I'm a very, like, talkative person. Uh, so on. I know you, knew, you know that, obviously, but, like, anybody who doesn't, I'll, I'll talk to anybody, everybody at any point in time. Don't give a shit. You get drinks in me, I'll talk to even more people. Like, so, that being said, we go out, Taco Tuesday, get some margaritas, all that. There was, like, six words spoken the entire time, like, by her. I would, I would have to, like, look, and I hated this shit. Like, we would talk on FaceTime for, like, hours at a time. It would, like, no no slowdown in the conversation like one of us would have to hang up because we'd have work at 6 a.m the next day and it would be like two and it'd be like this is not responsible anymore so we get to this date i'm thinking like cool this is go great like we've already had the basis of like talking so there's none of the awkward shit it was all awkward shit i don't know how um like i tried to, i don't maybe i was meeting the, I, I don't know like maybe she just had the worst day imaginable she said her day was okay but, like, I don't know, <laughs> like, she, there was no, like, oh, what about you? There was nothing. It was, like, silent. We were, I, I could hear every chip and salsa that she ate. It was the most uncomfortable oh, I've ever been. And, like, we Where'd talked you go? about uh, Puesto in Mission Valley. Okay. Um, decent place. Oh, good atmosphere. Yeah, that's, good, a, that's music, a nice place. Yeah. Good music. Um, went there. Got the chips and salsa for the, and some margaritas during their happy hour. It was a good time. We're sitting outside, so, like, you couldn't really hear the music because this was, like, during COVID. And uh, so we're there. We're eating. We're having a good time. Or not having a good time. Should have been having a good time. But, like, no words being spoken. Super awkward. And then food comes. We eat the food. The waiter is, like, all the way thrown off because he doesn't know how to react. He comes over and goes, are you enjoying your food? I was like, yeah, it's great. And she just, like, silently nods her head. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? So, like, after the date, she – we, like, met there separately. She got she went to her car – or, like, I walked her to her car, got in, uh, hugged her goodbye. I walked to my car, get in, I drive home. I get back to my house with a text from her that goes, that date went great. Like, I had Mm. so much fun. I was like, Mm. how did you have fun? We said, like, six words to each other. I didn't even know what you did today. Like – (laughs)
0: yeah that's like that's like the first rule of small talk is like you talk about like oh what'd you do today oh how was your day what'd you do
1: like it wasn't even like that was one thing and then she was supposed to go out of town to go uh i think she was going like what was it i think like one of her friends just got like their pilot's license or it had it for long enough where they could take somebody else in the air so they were like gonna fly them around uh, so they could experience that. So I was like, oh, are you looking forward to, like, going to, I think it, it was in, like, Montana. Um, but I was like, are you looking forward to Montana to go, like, flying around? She was like, yeah, it probably be fun. Oh, I was God. like, you seem so, like, she seems so stoked. She talked for, like, 30 minutes about it on FaceTime. Then we got there, and I was like, yeah. cool." And I was like, oh, all right. Oh, my God. Like, at a certain point, like, I just had to give up. Like, I tried for probably, like, thirty different 30 different times trying to start a conversation. Just nothing
0: stuck. And so that's when you I mean, just start throwing things, like yeah, just, just weird what, things, just anything, of, if like, anything so will open her up.
1: Tacos, like what do we think? Like, <laughs> I, like I don't fucking, I don't know where to fuck to go. So yeah, that was uh that was a weird, that was a weird occurrence. Like most of the dates I'll go on, like good time, like good vibes. Get a couple drinks, even if we don't get drinks, we can go do what whatever the fuck. And, Extracurricular you know, activities? no nah, I'm not talking about that. I just mean like a date. Uh, extracurricular (laughs) always always a good time but like no the date itself like normally people very talkative have a good time even if i don't see them even if there's no extracurricular stuff attached to that it's still like just a good time i like talking to people this one though made no sense like had so many conversations leading up to it so many like lengthy conversations where it just like didn't stop then we get to the date and nothing i don't know if she was definitely nervous like i'm no I don't know David Hasselhoff over here, but like, I don't know, maybe she just got stage fright. I don't, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I guess like some people would be intimidated by you. um, Like our third co-host Taylor, when he first saw you, he was pretty intimidated (laughs) by you. So talked for
1: months about how he wanted to fight me, beat the shit out of me. Then I meet him and he realized I was as tall as he was. He goes, Oh, what's up, man? Yeah, <laughs> I'm West Taylor. Okay,
0: well, what's up? Oh my god. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. I don't. This one. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> where do I start? So, I. So I met. I'm. I got set up with this girl. Um. One of my friends was like, "Oh, because let's set the scene here. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. Jewish people don't exist there. Okay. Let's just set the scene there." And so one of my friends was like, oh, there's like this Russian Jewish girl. No, she's Ukrainian Jewish girl. Like, oh, she'd be like, you guys would be awesome together. Like, you, you should go on a date with her. Like, I'll pay you guys up. I said, all right. Yeah, let's let's do this. Sure. And uh, so set set the scene. We go to this coffee shop. There's a big park right next to the coffee shop. And I, I walk in. I hug her. I say, what's up? I buy her coffee. And like, we are like really hitting it off. I'm like, this is, this is going really great. Like, like there's no awkward silences or talking about, I don't know, music festivals or whatever, anything. I just remember it was going so well. And I don't know, we were probably like an hour in at this point. And she was like, do you want to go walk around the park? And I was like, yeah, let's, let's go walk around the park for a bit. And so we get outside and I don't know what just happened. Like, just something flipped and it just got just poor. It was just bad. Um, and so we, we talked for a little bit and then we went and sat on a bench and we're just kind of like sitting there in silence. And I was like, there's got to be something to say here. What are we doing? And she said, my favorite color is green. What's your favorite color? And I was thinking, uh... I'm, I'm a red kind of guy personally, but what, like, where did this come from? Like, okay, sure. And so we kind of talked about colors for a good, like five minutes. And we got up and started walking around again. Once again,
1: five minute color colors. Yeah.
0: Like, what, oh, man. how did we get here? And then we start walking around and it is still so just dry and I don't know there's some sprinklers going on in the park they're they're doing their little bah, 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 you know that kind of thing and i was like i used to love running through sprinklers when i was a kid and she was like oh yeah me too and i was like i'm gonna go run through those sprinklers and she was like what why yeah. I, was, I said why not like let's let's run through sprinklers and she's like okay and i ran through the sprinklers thinking that she was going to follow me I will look back. She's just standing in the same spot. Just like just her face would just dropped. And I was like, oh man. And I'm in like a white shirt. And so it is dead see-through. I ran through sprinklers for a girl on a first date just to try to impress her, just to do anything. And just to add insult injury is I, she essentially after that, honestly, probably good thing that she did this. She said, Oh, my friend needs me. I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, like that sounds good. I don't have a car either because this is in Alabama. So she just leaves me and I am sitting at the park by myself. And I was just like,
1: <laughs> a soaking wet t shirt.
0: I am soaking wet after running through sprinklers. I am sitting in a park waiting for an Uber or one of my friends to come pick me up. And so I call an Uber. Uber picks me up, whatever. Later that night, she texts me, hey, sorry for leaving you at the park soaking wet, but hope you have a good time, or had a good time, and I said, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it.
1: Hey, man, I applaud the running through the sprinkler move. That's like a, that's like the AED to the date. Like, you're trying to revive some shit. You're trying to get, like, some fun in there. I applaud that. Like, I can't believe that didn't work. And then she, then she left.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I, that was that was it. Like after I ran through the sprinklers for uh, her, she just said, "I think this is it. I think that's where we're going to end this right now." And she just bailed. Yeah, like, oh so, man. Safe <laughs> to say, I did not see her again.
1: Yep, no, you know? that's that makes it's sense. hate to
0: assume that. Um, hey, yeah, you know,
1: I mean she just didn't appreciate the gesture there i don't know why like that seems like a fun time i've never understood that like we're just trying to be fun or you know something like that i mean if we have time for another it's not a date that i went on necessarily but i like no, let's, let's hear it. let's hear it all right so i went out with this girl we went out a few times actually like we went to a drive-in movie went over to like the cliffs by the beach like to have dinner like separate occasions um we had a third one planned like the night that the night um after this occurred and that we never made it to that date but we were texting that week and she was like really stressed for finals um or midterms or whatever the fuck um so super stressed out right and i had picked her up from her place the first two dates so obviously knew where she lived i'd met her roommates chatted with them uh briefly and she like in our conversation i learned like you know her favorite foods and stuff like that that you just kind of talk about like general information so learned her favorite i learned that she loves chick-fil-a learned her favorite order um learned that she loves fucking Palenti gelato right so like those (laughs) are just things that you hear and i'm just like all right for sure like cool I, i i have a i have a pretty stoner memory but like i'll i'll remember things on occasion um And I happen to remember those two things. So she texts me, she's texting me like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think the date was like Thursday or something. Like super stressed, everything like that. Um, I'm helping a couple of my friends like move out of their place. And they all kind of lived by San Diego State. So like it was all uh, like the girl I was uh, dating, I guess. And then my friends lived over there. It's really hard to leave out names here. But as I'm driving over, I'm like, you know, she just texted me, this would be Thursday, uh, day of the date. Uh, I think we were going to go mini-golfing or something like that. Something corny, you know, whatever. Um, she's on the dance team at SDSU. You know what to do. Oh, um, anyway, so driving over, and I was like, you know what would be really nice if I brought her, like, Chick-fil-A and gelato. Like, I got to go. Like, uh, my friends texted me that they were hungry, I was like, you know what? I'll get Chick-fil-A and I'll just stop by Bonds. Like it is what it is. I'll be, I'll do a nice little gesture here.
0: Real class act out here.
1: Yeah. You know, thinking it would be like taken nicely. Like you always, you always see the cheesy shit of like, get a girl ice cream when she's not feeling great. So I was like, shameless plug for White Claw there. Um, So I I stopped by Chick-fil-A, stopped by the store, get all that stuff, drive over to hers. I leave it at her doorstep. Uh, cause she had like a zoom meeting until like two or something. This was a little before then sent her a text. So I was like, Hey, when you get a sec, check your doorstep, left you something to help make us feel better and went over to the friends. We ate all the uh, Chick-fil-A. Like I got us and everything. And then she texted back and she said, Hey, saw that you left it. Um, why did you leave that here? And I was like, what do you mean why did I leave it there like, you're like I was stressed during finals it's lunchtime thought I'd bring you those things just yeah, nice to be gestures. nice doesn't yeah. it have to mean anything else just to like help relieve your stress a little bit she goes thanks that's nice but I think this is moving a little too fast and I was like I mean yeah the ice cream's gonna melt if you don't get to it soon but other <laughs> than that like I was just being nice and she uh she's like I don't know it just seems like a little much and I was like Am I missing something here? Like, I said, it, that was what I said in the text. I was like, Am I missing something? Like, are, are nice people just not allowed to do nice things anymore? Like, I'm sorry. And, uh, hey, Ryan, goes, nice
0: guys always finish last, you know? Nice amen. guys always finish you know, last.
1: Is what it is. Uh, <laughs> is what it is. Uh, so she was like, Yeah, I just, I'm not looking for anything serious. I was like, I, we've been over that part. Like, I'm not either. We're just, going on dates. You said you were stressed. You're a cool person. I brought you things that you like. And she goes, okay, well, like, thanks, but I have to, I have to go to practice. So like, I just kind of left them there. I was like, word. But you told me
0: you swung back around and ate the Chick-fil-A. I
1: so <laughs> the friends. Let's go. With, the friends I was with were like, obviously saw that I was confused by this text, and they're like, what did she say? Like, did she love it? And I was like, read for yourself. And then they look at me and uh, my friend was like, you know what we have to do? I was like, absolutely do. Let's get in my car. We're going to go get that fucking Chick-fil-A. So that's exactly what we did. We drove to the house. We, we, we dumped it to Lenti in her bush. Um, but we took the Chick-fil-A. It was very melted. Uh, but we took Chick-fil-A, went back, had a meal number two. Um, somehow oh. she watches this. That's for you. Uh, I did a nice thing, didn't get reciprocated, Um, but you know what? I don't give a shit. That Chick Fil A was delicious. Ten piece nuggets, uh, double uh, Chick Fil A sauce, two fries,
0: loved it. Um, Hey, you know I I love it. I support it. Yeah, you gotta save God's chicken, right? You gotta save God's chicken.
1: Save God's chicken. The Chick Fil A people may hate everything that's not this, but yeah, I know. (laughs) <laughs> but uh man they make some good chicken uh so oh well yeah it was that was uh that was just another right. example of another one you can't yeah. win them all
0: yeah i yeah. will right, we'll, uh we'll move on to um some of speaking of
1: disrespectful things
0: yeah let's yeah. get into this yeah hey so, i'll let you start it off here i'll let you start off here
1: all right so if you remember last week we talked about little versus Bengals. uh browns were in cincinnati uh Browns, I believe, were three-point dogs uh, going in. Uh, Either way, we went in. It was like 41-17. We spanked spanked the shit out of the Bengals. Battle of Ohio, we we fucking run Ohio. Uh, It's fuck the Bengals, fuck the Ravens, fuck the Steelers. Browns are going back up to the top. We got rid of OBJ. I'm stoked about it. Uh, When he got injured last year, I was upset at first, thinking like, ah, we're screwed. And then all of a sudden, our offense just took off. I don't know what it is, but our offense without OBJ, it's addition by subtraction. Hope he goes out to an NFC team so I don't have to see him ever again. But I hope he goes out, re revives his career, I guess. But I'm stoked. Browns went in, spanked the shit out of the
0: Bengals. All right, yeah. I mean, seeing – I I was I was definitely surprised. Um, uh, I was surprised too. I thought it was going to was... be a
1: very close game. It was not.
0: Yeah, I was very surprised to see that. I am starting to think that the Bengals are all show and not really that great, considering that – I don't – I mean, they spanked the Ravens. They spanked the Ravens, lost to the Jets, spanked by the Browns. Yeah, it's a a weird weird one. Yeah, it's like – it doesn't really make any sense, but I don't know. It's Cincinnati.
1: They went into Baltimore. And whooped them. Then they went to New York. That one, I kind of said they were going to lose. It was kind of just written in the stars as like the overlook game that you have uh, every year. Where like you look to your next opponent because the Jets suck. Uh, turns out Thunder, Mike, White, Lightning is absolutely yeah. se- sensational. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, then they come into, they go back home in Cincinnati. And then the Browns come in. Obviously a whole bunch of like, where's Odell? What's going to go on? And then we just run a train on that whole team. Denzel Ward finally got a pick six. Um, good to see him making plays. Uh, love that guy. Defense was just all out. We got a few fortunate tip, tip balls. Like it wasn't a complete like domination, like you'll see, but it was a uh, very well uh, played game by us. We didn't let them back into the game. We kept our foot on the gas. And that's what I love to see.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I I still, I'm still in disbelief that you guys won by so much, just yeah. honestly. I mean, the Chargers won, but they didn't make it look easy. So, um, Did not that thing's ever easy as a Chargers fan. Uh, <laughs> or Browns, never fan, to be honest. To be yeah. honest,
1: life, life, life is rough as a Browns fan, too.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I see Mac Jones, dirty player.
1: Yeah. So I wrote that. I don't know if you've seen
0: the clip, but Brian Burns, uh, when they played the
1: Patriots, the Panthers played the Patriots this past week. uh, Mac Jones got absolutely obliterated on a drop back. Like definitely is going to have headaches for the rest of his life after that hit. But then he fumbles the ball and then Brian Burns starts running away and Mac Jones grabs his ankle and does the alligator roll. on it. And it looked like a super dirty play. Obviously, Belichick is going to come out and have his QBs back and go. just said, like, I'm pretty sure he thought he had the ball I'm was trying to make the tackle. Then Mac Jones comes out, and he did seem pretty, like, genuine in what he said. Uh, like, he didn't apologize, but he was like, I thought he had the ball. Like, I was just trying to make the tackle. I got hit pretty hard. Um, so I was just like, first guy I saw, he was running away, so I just grabbed him and, like, tried yeah. to tackle him. It wasn't yeah. trying to be malicious or anything like that. And it seemed kind of genuine. Um, And then Brian Burns came out, I believe today, and was like, is what it is. I'd love an apology. I'm not going to get it. I wish all my DNs happy hunting against that team for the rest of the year. Uh, Worth mentioning, the Browns and Miles Garrett go into New England this weekend. And that motherfucker's going to eat. So, Miles Garrett, I believe he's the NFL sack leader. He's going to have a day. Uh, I hope he takes Mac Jones
0: and drives him into the ground so hard that – he
1: thinks he's Tom Brady. Yeah, so, he's going to
0: do like a little people's elbow on him. He's going to do the yeah. whole thing. He's going to get that. Yeah. He's going to, and then jump off the yeah. top rope. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that. I think, I think now that I think of it, I saw, I saw him get hit, but I didn't, I saw Mac Jones get hit, but I didn't see him do the little, the little grab and try yeah, to and do, do a little ankle roll. or ACL tear kind of move there. So it was a weird, it'll be game. interesting to see <laughs> yeah, how that, that, that kind of,
1: yeah, like, I'm a fan of Mac Jones. I think he's doing He's playing great. That was just uh, that wasn't great. That was not a great yeah. look. Uh, Just overall could have been an accident. Who knows? But he did not come out and apologize. That kind of makes me think. Yeah, uh, I was at least a little bit intentional on what he did. So who knows, really? Um,
0: yeah. Roll yeah. Next,
1: <laughs> roll tide. next time point, I guess, is going to be OBJ on the move. I kind of mentioned this. He has not signed anywhere yet. So, I mean, we'll keep it pretty brief. It's looking like Packers, Saints, Chiefs, and Patriots are the four potential landing spots. Um, I mean, I'm a big fan of the Pat McAfee show. So obviously they have Aaron Rodgers on every Tuesday. So I kind of would love to see Odell go there. I think that would be really fun. Packers are fun to watch. Browns will never have to worry about playing them unless uh, it's, I'm pretty sure we actually play them this season. So that would suck. But also, uh, unless we happen to make it to the Super Bowl the same year they do. Uh, Browns are going to the Super Bowl this year. There's no AFC team that's like scary. Like I don't care what you say, Browns are five and four, and I think they're one game out of being the top seed. Maybe two. I think the Titans might be, might be six and two or seven and two or something. Yeah. Um, so other than them, I get with that's insane. The Titans as the number one seed in the NFL, I just yeah, don't know after how that they happens. they ran through the Rams, who were supposed they to be the best team in the league. They ran through the Rams. Yeah. Um. This has been a weird football season. Uh, yeah. just overall AFC has no standouts. NFC is pretty top heavy. Uh, this is going to be a, one of those playoff runs where there's an AFC team that gets left out. could be multiple that are like 10 and seven and you don't make playoffs because of it. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. But yeah, OBJ on the move and, uh, actually read a report. Rounds are on the hook for about 4.25 million of that yeah. contract after the negotiation. But I read something that said uh, Odell is still interested in getting paid money from a team this year, not, like, only the vet men. Like, he actually, money is part of the conversation. And if that's the case,
0: best of luck, Odell. Have fun yeah. in Detroit. He, he could – I could see the Patriots signing him. Um, and then essentially, like, I mean, they'll, I could see them being, like, the only team that approaches him and pretty much just, like, you're going to play for us you're going to get the vet minimum and that's how it's going to be. And then you're not going to hear about Odell being this person, this toxic person in the locker room. Like after I've heard Chad Ochocinco talk about the time that he spent in um, New, New England, England. England. And it pretty much was just like, yeah, I I was told to shut up and like mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to mess with Bill and I don't want yeah. to mess with them because they run their training camp and they're their practices like the military and they're just all just straight down. Like we're here to work. We're here to play football and, and win. So I assume going to, going to new England and tearing shit up over there. I would hate that. I know the,
1: I know the uh, Packers have offered a vet minimum offer sheet to him, which I believe is 570 K pro rated for the rest of the season here. So I know that offers on the table. He's still mulling over options. Uh, I mean, in terms of, like, Odell career contract-wise, I think the smart thing to do would be risk the health, sign one year on a team like the Packers. I think the Packers set up perfectly for him because they air-raid that that offense. Yeah. They air it out. So I think if he's the wide receiver, two over there, he stays healthy, plays well, gets to the playoffs, could even get a ring on that team because that team's for real. Um you get. I mean, I still think it's the Bucs, but like Packers can be a Super Bowl contending team, no problem uh, with a QB like Aaron. But OBJ, you get him there the rest of the year, and then that opens the market this following season for him to get a bigger deal um, elsewhere. Yeah,
0: I uh, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Um, who do the Browns play this week? Did you say the Patriots? Right. Patriots. Okay. Okay. That'll be a, that'll be a good game. Is it in New England or Cleveland? It's in New England. Oh. In New England. Not stoked about
1: it. Um, last time Baker went to New England, which I think was last year, did not it did not go great. He threw a pick to a D lineman. Um he the fumble, it was bad. It was it was not a great look for the squad. Um so I'm hoping I'm hoping we go in this week. We ride the momentum from this last week. Uh Baker with that motivation. I think I think he's gonna be oh, excuse me. I think he's gonna be sensational. Keep riding the wave. And, uh, yeah, he's going to make moves. He's
0: going to make things happen. Yeah. I mean, it'll be, it'll be crazy to see what happens. It'll be, it'll be crazy. All right. I think that pretty much wraps up our time. I have a bunch of stuff with Bama and LSU and some college football We can go through, we
1: can go through college real quick. Let's just, I was was going to say,
0: because, you know, Taylor's not here. And so Taylor's specialty is college football. And so I was going to let him take it over, but, uh, We'll just uh, give a little F.U. Taylor because, yep. one, Bama still won, still beat LSU. Ed Orgeron, overrated. I'll say it again, overrated. <laughs> and LSU, not good. Bama barely won. I'll say that. They uh, they barely won. Their O-line played like absolute dog water. Um, they got like something – like six total rushing yards in the first half, which is the first time that's happened in like 20 years or something like that. Essentially since Bama has been good, they've never rushed that like that little amount. So um, they played awful and they still beat LSU. I mean, LSU lost to UCLA at the end of the year. I'm never betting on LSU again. Fuck them. They made me lose to a bunch of UCLA football players. So I hate you. LSU. And I think you're overrated and you're irrelevant. Um, Move on to Auburn and A&M. A&M won pretty easily. Uh, I mean, I don't know what the score was, but I remember saying it was pretty hefty. Auburn still sucks. I'm just going to go through all the teams here and say that they suck. Auburn still sucks. They're overrated as shit. Boom, Knicks. Really, like, he will have one crazy play where he just pulls off something ridiculous and then people are like, oh, Bo Nix is good. And then they'll have a game like this where he gets blown out. I think they scored like three points. And like A&M is not, like they're, they're not bad. I mean, they beat Bama, but they're also not a top SEC team at the end of the day. And Auburn is going to be, is supposed to be a top SEC team when you're supposedly have, a top quarterback in the country. So they just, they got, they got run over by Anna. and I, I love it because I really do also hate Auburn. Um, this may just be like an SEC section because the rest of the country's football really doesn't matter in college football because Clemson is genuinely just non-existent not. this year. Um, I mean, I guess the big 10, big 12 kind of gaining some track a bit, but Cincinnati's up at the top. There's some, Actually, some interesting picks uh, in the college football playoff ranking that just came out that I guess we'll talk about after I go through, like, these three games real quick. Um, Auburn is playing Mississippi State at Auburn. Um, I us see. So, Auburn's actually a five-and-a-half-point favorite, minus 220. Mississippi State's a plus 180. As much as I would really like to see Mississippi State win, I don't think they will. I just, I just don't see it. I really don't see it. Um, Auburn at home is really unbeatable, even though they still have Bo Nix at the helm, which is, for them, anything's possible to lose. Um, But I think Missouri State really doesn't necessarily stand a chance here. They lost last week and really dropped off the ranking. Um, Oklahoma at Baylor, uh, that could be a very interesting game. Um, Was it Caleb Williams, who is – He's the quarterback now at Oklahoma with Spencer Rattler gone. Um, he's been absolutely insane. He's been very good. Um, I think if he played the whole year, he probably would be in the Heisman Trophy contention. And uh, I think that they, this game, if it's close, Baylor will win. Like it's like, I think it's that Baylor, Taylor's sister is going to be there cheering him on. The whole fam, I know the Davis fam is going to be out there just cheering them on. So, like, I could see I could see Baylor possibly pulling this off. Um, I mean, OU is only a minus five and a half. So, I think it could really realistically happen. If they stop down Caleb Williams, then they'll be an easy win. Or not easy, but they'll win. Now, I put Wake Forest on here because they are 13 in the country in the college football ranking. They were undefeated up until last week, and they're playing NC State. NC State, not great. Wake Forest was undefeated for this long. Um, they got smacked by, I think it was Purdue last week, and their wide receivers were making, like, honestly, NFL plays. Like, their wide receivers were dumb. They always come out and pull out some of these crazy wide receivers every year. Um, so I could definitely – I mean, Elijah Moore they would, had a great – Thursday night football with um, Josh Johnson at the helm with the Jets. He came out of Purdue and he had a great. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And so I think just it's going to be Purdue seems to upset. I think they beat uh, Ohio State or Clemson a few years back. Ohio State a few years back. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think that Wake Forest is not. They'll win. They'll win this week. I think the the minus one thirty is worth it. NC State plus one ten. It's at Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest gets that dub pretty easily. Hammer uh, on Wake Forest. Yeah, I threw uh, in
1: as we were going through. I don't follow college football nearly at all. As you can probably tell from last week, I, I just learned Bo Nix is still in college. I thought he was like a teacher in a middle school now. Yeah. But um, I went through and just uh, highlighted a few things. I think Auburn, uh, my bets for the week, having not color- covered college football, or followed at all this year. Auburn minus five and a half. That's a lock. Baylor Bears plus 180. That's a lock. Wake Forest minus 130 on the money line. That's a lock. Um, so yeah, you know, parlay those together. I don't know the fucking odds. I'm not going to bet on it, but those are locks. Uh, California still has not legalized sports gambling. So Cali, uh, get on your shit. Um, but yeah, those are the bets for the week. We'll come back next week and uh, I'll be three and zero on those picks that. I don't know why we're going to
0: count it. I'm going to just look at it and I'm going to feel proud. No, we'll th- yeah. throw money at Taylor because that's the yeah, least we we'll can do for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I just want to say thanks for listening and uh, we'll be back next week. Hope to be coming out with more um, consistent basis maybe every Wednesday or Tuesday, Thursday in that three-day period. We'll see what we'll see happens. See how it goes. Yeah. Um, follow us on TikTok uh, at... Un- uh, follow us on TikTok Cannot speak at the uh, Degenerates Uncensored. Uh, follow us on Instagram. You're so close, I know. Follow us on Instagram at the Degenerates Uncensored, and then you can follow me on Instagram at Sorn Krinsky. and you can follow Ryan with his different tag. That's not just his name. Just gonna be Ryan Anderson. Nineteen, easy
1: enough. Name's Ryan. Last name's Anderson. Take the A N from the from the first name from the last name. Just bam, merge it. Also. uh didn't really touch on it. Knicks go Breeders Cup champion. We got cleaned out, Eric and I. It was a rough day. Um, Japanese horses—they won like two of the races. Um, yeah, it was—it was, it was, it was honestly—it was a great experience. Um, a lot of fun. Bet a lot of money, but yeah, um, didn't win any of the money. So here's what it is. It's, it's all about having fun. It was a good time. Uh, atmosphere was great. I'll be back at Del Mar probably this weekend or something. And uh, yeah, we'll get back to it. Um, bet the ponies always don't forget minus five and a half baylor bears plus 180 wake force minus 130 that seems like the show follow us on socials
0: yeah hit us up you know dm us whatever tweet at us uh duet us on tiktok i don't know whatever you guys do nowadays uh all right appreciate it (laughs) we'll see you guys next week and uh thanks for listening peace